The school massacre in Texas, which followed a deadly mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, is renewing calls for stricter gun laws. Massachusetts already has some of the toughest restrictions in the nation. But as WBUR's Anthony Brooks reports, the U.S. Supreme Court could be on the verge of weakening gun control laws in several states, including this one. We'll get to that Supreme Court case in a moment. But first, the latest mass shootings in West Texas and Buffalo saddened Greg Gibson of Gloucester. Gibson knows the grief the families are dealing with because he lost his son, Galen, in a shooting at Simons Rock College in Western Mass 30 years ago. There are probably 250 million more guns now than there were in 1992 when my son was murdered in a school shooting. So clearly, whatever we're doing is not working. John Rosenthal agrees. He's a longtime gun safety advocate in Massachusetts and the founder of Stop Handgun Violence. We reap what we sow. You know, America is the gun violence capital of the world. We have more gun violence in America than 26 industrialized nations combined. Rosenthal wants Congress to require background checks on all private gun sales and ban military-style weapons like the one the shooter allegedly used in the school massacre in Texas. Without these kinds of restrictions, Rosenthal says the slaughter will continue. There has not been a day in your child's life or any child's life born since 2000 where they have not been at risk of being massacred with firearms in their schools That is not sound public policy. Rosenthal blames the NRA's stranglehold on Republicans for that failure. Even in the wake of two mass shootings within 10 days, new gun control measures face an uphill climb in the Senate. But many Republicans and Second Amendment advocates argue the real focus should be on mental health, not firearms. It's not about access to guns necessarily, it's access to us. This is Jim Wallace, director of the Gun Owners Action League in Massachusetts, an NRA affiliate. He says what's needed are laws and policies to help the very small percentage of mentally ill people who might be dangerous. The problem is, is that we have people who are extraordinarily dangerous. And we're arguing about having dangerous people having access to guns. I want to have the discussion about why they have access to us. In other words, it's not the gun, it's the person. But gun safety advocates insist dangerous weapons make dangerous people even more dangerous to themselves and to others. John Rosenthal of Stop Handgun Violence says Massachusetts, with one of the lowest death rates from guns in the country, proves that robust restrictions work. We've reduced the rate of gun deaths by 40% without banning anything except for assault weapons and guns without safety features. And if every single state had the same low gun death rate as Massachusetts, 27,000 lives would be saved a year. But at least one of the state's gun laws could be in jeopardy, which brings us to that Supreme Court case. The high court is hearing a challenge to a century-old law in New York that restricts who can carry a gun in public and requires people to obtain a special license. Second Amendment advocates say residents shouldn't have to prove they need a concealed weapon because they say the right is guaranteed by the Constitution. New York attorney Gerald Levine says the law turns that right into a privilege. We're going to give the licensing officials, in most places these are police chiefs, the power to decide whether or not you need your right to bear arms. And if they don't think you need it, you can't have it. That's what I oppose. Many observers believe the Supreme Court's conservative majority will agree with that argument and strike down the New York law.
If so, Levine says similar laws in other states, including Massachusetts, could go down as well. It's almost certainly going to have a direct effect upon states with similar provisions. That decision could come as soon as next week and push the country even further toward less restrictive laws, even in states like Massachusetts. Greg Gibson, who lost his son 30 years ago, sees a country moving in the wrong direction. There are now 25 states that allow constitutional concealed carry. This is trending, as they say. This is this is the future. It's so hard not to be frustrated and just give up. But Gibson says for the sake of his son Galen and for the families in Texas, Buffalo, and elsewhere who've been devastated by gun violence, he won't. For 90.9 WBUR, I'm Anthony Brooks.